I know self-publishing is not for everyone. Nothing is. But if you've considered self-publishing for even a minute, listen up, because I'm betting I know what's holding you back from exploring it further or getting started. Number one, you think the self-publishing process is a lot harder than it actually is. And number two, you're understandably afraid of doing it, air quote, wrong. So I've created a new free resource for you. It's called the Self-Publishing Starter Kit, and you can get instant access to it by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101. In this free training, you'll discover the exact four steps to focus on and mistakes to avoid so you can publish an incredible book that's indistinguishable in quality from a New York Times bestseller without overthinking, overguessing, or overspending in areas that won't make a difference. Again, visit publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101 to get instant access. Welcome to Write the Damn Book Already. I'm Elizabeth Lyons, and I teach you how to write and publish powerful, thought-provoking nonfiction and memoir without overcomplicating it, overthinking it, or having to go off into no man's land for three months. Listen in each week to learn more and get your hands on all my great free book writing resources at elizabethlyons.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome back, or if this is your first time here, welcome. So how is it almost September? It's August 30th as I record this. It's still 652 degrees in Phoenix. I No end in sight to that, by the way. So it is so hard for me to get into the spirit of fall. I drove by Starbucks this morning, and the line was even longer than normal. And I thought, what the heck is going on? Apparently they, uh, pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin spice or whatever was released today. I don't understand all the fervor over pumpkin spice, but I mean, Hey, if, if you're a pumpkin spice fanatic, it's something to look forward to, I suppose. And it made me think a little bit about today's topic, which is motivation. And what is your motivation When you're writing a book, somebody asked me that, I don't know, it was a while ago. And once again, as tends to happen with me, I recognize that the answer has changed a lot over the last 19 years since I started writing books. So for me, the answer to that used to be the word no. That was my biggest motivation, really for anything. If anyone said, no, you can't do that. No, you can't have that. No, you can't be that. I was like, watch me. And that became this driving force. And it worked really well for me at first in the book writing realm because very early on when I wrote my first book, that's what I heard was no. So I queried, you know, dozens of agents and I repeatedly heard your market's not big enough. You're, no one was saying your platform isn't big enough because no one was talking about platform back then because, you know, it was like 1742. But um, th- that, was, that was the deal. It was like, your market's not big enough. No, we're not going to do it. And I, that just drove me insane. So I decided to do it myself. And, and it worked out for me in that case. In other instances, however, hearing no or what I would allu- um, liken to I dare you has not worked out for me, as indicated by the fact that I have a tattoo on my right hip that used to bear the name of a boyfriend from high school. 
So at one point, I, I was dating someone in high school. Again, let's in high school, people. And someone said, I don't, you know, I dare you to get his name tattooed on you. And I think this is who I was. So of course that afternoon I went and did it and we broke up three weeks later. And then I had to have said tattoo. I don't think this was the most talented tattoo artist in all of Wilmington, Delaware, which I mean, what I just said should give credence to that. But at any rate, I went back to him. I said, you have to fix this. And, and he said, I, I, how? And I said, I don't know. You're the artist. Figure it out. And so he turned it into a rose. But, but I, I was like, it can't be a red rose because that's too cliche. And he said, it can't be a red rose because I can't even make that work. And I thought, well, of course you can't. And so he turned it into a blue rose and uh, as though anything like that even exists in the real world. And so for years, when my kids were really little, they'd say, Mommy, why do you have a, a sticker of a blue cloud on your butt? And I, so anyway, there it is. Um, but now, you know, this has changed a little bit for me. So what I've learned over the years is that when I hear no from someone, it's not the same motivator that it used to be where it was originally kind of like, oh, you think I can't do that? Watch me go do it. It was an it was an effort to prove somebody else wrong and prove my own skill. Now, if somebody says no, or I don't think you can do it, or we're not going to do it, I have to dive deeper into, do I really even want it? Like, what's the layer beneath the layer? And this is what I call the third layer. Um, for, and, and it's something that most authors writing nonfiction and memoir are do very well and, and greatly benefit from identifying the third layer. It's like why, the why behind the why behind the why. Because if you're doing something, especially writing a book, just to prove something to someone, to prove that you can write the book, to prove that you're right, to prove that the, your process works or your process is the best or that your story is right or that the person who hurt you should be vilified or whatever it is, it usually doesn't end terribly well for anyone involved. And it doesn't serve your energy as you're going about writing the book. It's not the best motivation to get your butt in the seat every day and write. What is the best motivation is knowing exactly the third layer, why, the why behind the why behind the why. So I'll give you a, an actual concrete example. The book I'm writing right now, which is my sixth book, is all about how to write a book. And it sounds simple enough, but when I came up with the, and I, I toyed with this idea for years, which I talk about actually in the intro of the book, why, why I didn't do this sooner and why I'm doing it now. But for years, this idea did not interest me at all, actually, even though I coach on it and I'm writing books myself and I'm very intrigued by the process and my process and my client's process and other authors' processes, I didn't really want to write a book about it. But the, the top layer of, well, Elizabeth, why are you writing this book is because I want to write a book about writing a book. But then if you go to the second layer and say, well, why do you want to do that? The answer is because I want to show people the tactical of how to write a book, right? This is how. And then also the energetic side of it, meaning all the reasons that I've heard over the last almost two decades and experienced myself when it comes to why so many people want to write the book 
but don't even when they have a process in front of them. Most of the clients with whom I work have bought books on how to write a book. They've taken mini courses. Some of them have even taken my mini courses, like all the things, but they still haven't written the book. And they convince themselves that it's just because they haven't yet found the right process. And I disagree because if you've got, I mean, sometimes there's a different way to phrase something. So I'll give you that. There's a different way to explain the creation of an outline or a core message or themes or whatever. But by and large, for all of these people to start the process with great enthusiasm for writing a book, but then not get it done, begs the question, why? And this is something that has been talked about for years and years and years. There was a study done, I believe, by the New York Times decades ago that concluded that of those surveyed, and there were a lot of people surveyed, 85% of the people surveyed want to write a book, but only 1% of them ever actually does it. And why is that? And I firmly believe that it's the energetic, what I call the energetics behind the process. And I think this is true of anything. It's true of, you know, starting a business, wanting to start a business, but not doing it, wanting to drop out of school, wanting to go back to school, wanting to switch careers, whatever it is, it's the, it's the third layer. It's like, what's really getting in the way? Because for almost everyone I talk to where there's a will, there is a way I have talked to people who have found incredibly have been incredibly resourceful and they have found a way to make what they want to work work and to get what they want to get but there's but they're still telling me yeah but when it comes to this book it's different and I'm like it's not and I say this from a place of complete understanding and compassion because I have been there every time I write a book I end up there if I'm not careful about assessing the why behind the why behind the why So that's the second layer of my why. I want to give people not just the tactical, here's how I teach people or here's how I guide people. It's not, it's not really something I, it's not something you teach. It's how do I guide people through the process, my, my process of writing a book, but also how do I guide people when they are like, "Mm, I think I've decided this isn't a good idea. And they don't have a truly legitimate reason, which every once in a while, there's a truly legitimate reason, but it's rare. It's absolutely the exception, not the norm. So then I have to go to the third layer, which is why do I want to show people the tactical and the energetic, which I don't think many people have done yet in book form. There are a lot of books out there on how to write a book for sure. Um, And I I didn't want to just do that again. There are a lot of good books out there on how to write a book. And so I didn't necessarily see an opening or a space to contribute to that part of the conversation, but I'm going to include my process in full in my book because people believe that's what they need. And then the truth of it is I'm going to give them all of that. And then I'm going to say, now here's all the, the crap that's going to come up. That's going to make you believe that this, hang on, you just need another process. And the reason why I want to do that is my third layer which is because I believe that there are, that we are transformed by story, by other people's stories, by other people's experiences, perspectives, and insights. We, we the, collectively, 
You get an insight here, a perspective there, a thought here, an experience there, and you put them all together in your own little experience and your own little mind and, and how you go through the world. And it changes the way that you go through the world. And then because of that, you change the way through your shift, you change the way that someone else goes through the world. And there's this ripple effect of us sharing our truth and our experience and our wisdom that we don't ever even see. There's no dollar amount that's ascribed to that or that's assigned to that. There's no, it's not necessarily a a qualitative impact, but it, there's an impact. And so for all those people who I have worked with, who have at, at first believed or not at first, but in the middle of the process believed, you know what, maybe this, I don't have something here after all. Maybe I'm not real. Who am I to share this? Maybe I'm not, I'm not really going to reach anybody. Nobody really cares what I think. And I know how much I'm impacted by what they've already told me about their experience and their perspective and how they started to see life differently and do life differently and live life differently. I, I can't, it feels like it would be a disservice to not allow that message or not encourage that message further to get out into the world. And I know how many messages and pieces of like just gems stop with the person because the person spends so much time thinking, I just don't think I'm, you know, I'm not the right person to do this. I'm not blank, fill in the blank enough to write a book on this and actually have people want to consume it. So that's my third layer. It's actually a little bit selfish because I want the books out so that I can consume them for my growth. I fervently believe that people should be compassionately ushered through the process of writing a book, nonfiction or memoir specifically, so they can grow more into their full selves while they're doing the writing and the publishing. It's Very similar to the old adage about it's not the destination, it's the journey. It's not the destination of holding the book in your hands. That's amazing. And that's what everybody visualizes when they start this journey. And I allow it because it keeps them moving forward. But the insights that they glean about themselves while they're doing the writing, that's the real gold. That's the gem. That's... That's the destination. People just don't realize it's the destination. And it's like we write ourselves into ourselves when we choose to use writing as the medium through which to do that. And people do it in all, you know, some people run and they, they run themselves. I don't, I, I don't understand that whole thing, but they do that. Some people paint, some people sing, some like people have, creative people have all different ways of coming into and unto themselves. And for myself and the people who I work with, it's writing is that thing. Even if they don't fully believe, and many of my clients don't, that they're a writer. They just don't see themselves that way because they have a story in their head about what a writer really looks like or, you know, and that they don't fit that description. So now you're not a writer. And that's one of the first things that we just like throw in the trash. So just throw that in the trash right now, if you're listening to this, because You are, and you probably write in other capacities, whether you're writing posts or emails or, uh, you know, I don't know, 
Like your notes app may be full of thoughts. You journal every day, but you still tell yourself you're not a writer. It's just because you have this idea in your head of what a writer is and you don't see yourself in that role, but you just have to change your description and your understanding of what a writer is or what you're using writing in order to accomplish. That's, that's really it. So to go full circle here, no, the word no still lights a fire under me. To be, I mean, that's just who I am. But in a book, when it comes down to whether or not I want to write a book, a specific book, the question becomes, am I looking to prove something? If someone says, mm, I don't think that'll do well, I don't think people will really buy that. I don't think there's a market for that, which I've heard not just from agents or editors, but I've heard it from people in my life, a stranger, like people I've asked, do you think this would make an interesting book idea? Which is a great reason not to ask that question, but that's for another podcast. So am I looking to prove something to someone else or am I looking to expand myself? And I ask myself that question for almost anything that I embark upon. Like, what's my intention? What is my motivation? It's not to make money. It's not to end up in a certain place. It's it, the, the result may be that, that there is money or that I do end up in a certain place, but that's the byproduct. It's who will I uncover? And it's not even who will I become? Um, I say that a lot. Like, who do you have to be in order to, because sometimes we need to embody the energy, the essence of that energy in order to get ourselves into a state to do a thing. But make my, no mistake, We don't become anything that we weren't already. We just uncover layers that allow us to see who we truly are underneath all the layers that we or life has laid on top of us in order to protect us from something. And so when I meet a goal, I am ecstatic not because I met the goal, but because of what I know I had to do to meet the goal. I knew I know I'll have to uncover layers, at least one layer, and usually like 17, to reach a specific goal. And then it becomes, okay, what's the next goal? And by saying, what's the next goal? All I'm really saying is, what am I going to uncover next? It's like, you know, using a squeegee and cleaning the, the mud off of a window. Like, what am I going to see next? And am I willing to see that? I'm excited to see that. Am I curious about it? Or am I terrified of it? And that's what usually decides for people whether they move forward or not. So yes, I'm still very intrigued and I'm uh, to use a word, I mean, I'm triggered by the word no, because the e- my ego goes, okay, watch me. Just, you think I can't do it? Watch me. But who am I really looking to prove anything to with that? Them or me? Because in my core and at my essence, I believe I can do anything I want to do. But in the light of day, oftentimes I'm like, can I really do that? I'm just as human as everybody else or anybody else. And so this is why the third why, which if this is something that intrigues you, I, I invite you to check out either Book Writing Made Simple or the Book Writing Accelerator, both of which are laid out on my Work With Me page over on my website, elizabethlyons.com, or, or you can go directly to publishaprofitablebook.com which will open up. That's where all the courses and the programs live. But getting to that third why and knowing clearly what it is and having it written on your wall, when you have these moments of doubt and concern, you just look at that statement. 
and it brings you back into yourself so that you can, you can work from that place. You can work from spirit. You can work from your soul. You can work from source as opposed to pushing from your ego and trying to convince yourself that you can do this. That only lasts so long. But the, the, the essence of know, the knowing, knowing that you know, as my incredible energetics mentor, Amanda Renee, would say, knowing that you know that you know, that is, you don't have to work to find that. It's always there. It's always there with you. You just have to take, get the squeegee out. So I encourage you to go to that third layer for yourself, the why behind the why behind the why of why you're working on this book and get very clear and take the time to get very clear. That is a shortcut. It is, it does create a wrinkle in time because it allows you to remove all the bullshit that tries to tell you that your story doesn't matter because it does. And I want it on my bookshelf. So I would be very appreciative if you would keep going. (laughs) All right. I will see you guys or talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you take just two seconds, that's seriously all it takes, to review, subscribe, or even share this episode with someone that you dearly love so I can help more people get their damn books written already. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll talk to you again soon.